Hey Netfitters, Sarah Wall here and we are back in the studio with someone so special. I think the world of this girl, she is captain of the Brunei Bees and she's going to share a little bit about what they're up to in their visit here in Melbourne and we are so excited to have Princess Fazilla in the studio. Hi Sarah. I'm so happy to be here. Are you? Now, I know you always want to come to Melbourne, so is it impressed so far? Oh, yeah. I love it here. Yeah. It's amazing. What are the things you've loved so far the most? On, okay, honestly, it's the cold weather. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. It's weird, but the thing is, we're from a very like hot country, so coming here is like a breath of fresh air, so it's a good change. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of London, London a bit, because I grew up there, so... Yeah, it's it's nice. It's yeah. a nice change. And I think like every time I think of Melbourne and I think of bringing people here, that's what deters people. <laughs> no one wants to come for that reason. <laughs> no, but I love it here. Yeah. I honestly, even the architecture and everything, it's beautiful. Yeah, well, we've loved having you here and the small part that I've played in your visit. Um, as, you know, a lot of the Netflix community know Jane Searle. Now, Jane is your head coach yes. and she was my first VIS coach. We love Jane, don't we? We love her. Yeah, she's pretty amazing. We love her so much. I think she's changed our netball like community so much in Brunei, and I think she wants to grow th- grow it further as well. Yeah, and um, I think only Coach Jane can do that. Yeah, for sure. And also with your help, and and the girls are so passionate. And I think um, today's podcast we're going to talk um, a fair bit about what it's like to play um, netball at the elite level for you guys. But not only that, but the difference that you want to make with netballers all over the world. And I guess the first thing is people just want to know where is Brunei and just tell us a little bit about how you started your netball and what, what it's like today. Right. So Brunei is in Southeast Asia. It's actually on, on, the, on the Borneo Island. It's part of the Borneo Island. It's very close to Malaysia, neighboring countries. So, yeah, it's a very small country. It's a population of 500,000. So very, very small population. And um, how I got myself into netball was actually... By luck. Um, I was studying overseas in London. And then when I came back, um, a few of my friends said, oh, would you want to try and play netball? So I was like, sure. You know, being having a sporty background, because when I was growing up, I played badminton, a lot of badminton and basketball. So when my friends um, asked me to play netball, I was like, sure, sure thing. I'll give it a go. And like for 10 years, I've been playing it ever since. Yeah. And your wing attack? Wing attack. Have you always been wing attack? Actually, I started off a wing defense. Okay. And then I became a wing attack. <laughs> and obviously, like for you guys that might one day get to see um, Princess play, you are a zippy, shorter player. So that's kind of the only space for us, isn't it? <laughs> of course. I can't be anywhere else but the midcourt. <laughs> yeah. And so your team that is out here traveling with you, you've obviously evolved from grassroots and school or how did that start and then you've moved into the national team just explain to all of our netfit community how that works um well from the grassroots they don't really have a foundation base in brunei yet like to build everything but they do have it in schools and everything like for younger um younger girls to try out for like with physical education but i think that's what like the brunei netball association is trying to do is to grow netball further not as in quantity wise but quality wise and I think coach Jane will be the perfect person to carry that through and I think there there will be more things that will come up for Brunei in the netball community yeah yeah and 
I've been lucky enough to come and visit you guys over there. And um, when I post on Instagram the court that you play on, everyone was like, what? <laughs> Where is this? The chandeliers. <laughs> <laughs> I think Coach Jane is getting too used to those chandeliers because <laughs> she was saying that they should be coming, they, they should be have chandeliers in every court in Australia. I know. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Even when we were at the Holden Centre where the magpies are based, we were exactly. like, this is a bit dark in here. Where's the chandeliers? Exactly. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about how that court even came about. That court is actually just, um, actually that place is for a place like to have people come over, like for big functions and whatnot. So like one of the days I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know where else to go and train for netball. So I asked my dad if I could change that place to a netball court and a gym. So he was like, the place with all the chandeliers? I'm like, yes, it's been used for nothing. So he was like, okay, fine. Anything that will make you like get out of trouble. I'm like, okay. So that's how it came about. Was there a promise that you wouldn't hit the chandeliers? <laughs> yeah, but it's hit so many times. Oh my gosh, I was so nervous. I can't even tell you when I was there, but... Luckily, they're positioned quite cool around the court. Like, anywhere you'd put a high ball in, like under the post, there's not a chandelier. Exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, I think it actually helped us in our game because to not do the long passes. Yeah. Because the thing is, we're quite, like, Bruneians are quite short. Yeah. So we need to do the fast, um, fast kind of moves and, yeah. like, passes and stuff. So it helps a lot that we don't use the, like, high loops and stuff. Yeah, for sure. So, it's good. Strategic. Yes. <laughs> so obviously, um, being an elite athlete, there's lots of highs and lows. And through our social media, NetFit has become a real hub and a base um, and a community for people that reach out when they're, you know, struggling and feeling like, you know, injuries got in their way and they've got their... Um, things going on in their own worlds that actually elite athletes like you and I, we, mm -hmm. it happens to us. And that's what I really want to achieve from these podcasts is helping the Netflix community understand that it's okay, that it's normal, these things happen, but these are how we've got over them. And exactly. I wanted to, um, I guess, ask you, what's the biggest obstacle so far in your career that has faced you? I think the big, biggest obstacle for my athletic uh, career is the second time I injured my ACL. Well, I've injured both my ACLs. The first time, I, I mean, I was distraught, but I was, I came back, I came back all right. My rehab was pretty fast and mentally I was, I was okay. For my second injury, I think mentally it got to me pretty bad. Um, it was because it was, it was, I wasn't sure whether to come back and to start train uh, to start netball again or to do sports you know I was I was at the point where I wanted to kind of give up so to be honest when I was, I was feeling really down very low so what I did is actually I reached out and um, I'm going to show this to you and so on Instagram I reached out to Kim, uh, Kimmy Green and this is it's really amazing so this was in 2017 I think that's when she got injured as well yeah. so I was watching Suncorp and when she got injured I was like oh my god She's a wing attack. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling like this. And if an elite athlete is going through something, I mean, I should be reaching out asking, you know, what tips? Like, should, you know, how, how do I get, do? well, what can I do? So she actually replied oh me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so this is the message in, yeah, 2017. Okay, so April the 30th, you have written to her, hi, Kim, I won't go into too much, but you've actually said about how, your motivation and how you want to come back stronger and her, your that Kimmy's recent post inspired you. Yes. And 
Three days later, Kim replies. Yes, three <laughs> days later. And honestly, I was I wasn't expecting her to reply me at all. And I was like, you know what? It's, she's not gonna reply. Like, like who's gonna reply? It wasn't. It was a direct message from Instagram. <laughs> and your Instagram is also like pretty. I don't know. Like you haven't kind of put it's a name private. of who. It's on private, so yeah. you, you know she's just replied back to anyone, and. You know, her reply <laughs> goes for three threads. Three pages. <laughs> yeah. So to be honest, I think her the 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 fact that I reached out and for her to reply me, I think that that made me push myself and made me say, Okay, this is a sign that I'm going to go back and play yeah. and be part of the national team. Absolutely. How amazing is that? And How amazing is that? Yeah. Yeah. And what a small world. Now we've all met each other. You're yet to meet Kim. I have yet to meet Kim. <laughs> she can't wait to meet you though. And, you know, I've even, I'm just reading this now. It's like ice and getting the compression. Everything. She's gone through the compression machine. Yeah. A beanbag. Yes. That's a really great tip. Hug your knee. She's gone into drinking green tea five times a day, fish oil tablets. It's got everything. the lot. <laughs> everything. And the thing is, I did everything that she said. Yeah. And honestly, my recovery was, was really fast this time around I think it was for me it was like a seven month recovery yeah, yeah it was really fast but the thing is I had to mentally um prepare myself yeah more and so what about the days where you didn't feel like doing the rehab and the extra gym sessions like what made you do it what made you get out of bed of a morning honestly it's because af- after having um Kim Green tell me like you know what I told myself I'm, that's it. I'm going to join. I'm going to go back to, and I'm going to be in the national team. So that's what got me through. Yeah. Because the thing is, I just wanted to be better. Be better. And I think, isn't that just a great message to anyone? Because the knee and the um, ankle like mm. injuries are skyrocketing at the moment. So it's unfortunately, if you play the game, but not only netball, any sport, and we've got, yeah. it's going to happen. But it's like, I think the biggest thing is having that bigger goal. And then forming a strategy to get you there. So you've obviously had great people around you. You've got had a physio. Oh, my physio was amazing as well. I think she pushed me like she pushed me really hard, um, Yvette. So she she did wonders for me. Yeah. And I saw her every day. I think she was she was bored of my face. But (laughs) (laughs) impossible. I gave gave her free coffee every day as well. So I was like, (laughs) God, let's do this. It's amazing what coffee can do for people. Oh, definitely wakes us up. Yeah. Keeps our physios in our corner. Um, that's so good. And um, moving forward now, like people always ask me that too because I've had two ACL Ricos as well. People are like, how do you not worry you're going to do it again? Or like, what? It, like, how how did you get past that? To be honest, it was it was hard. It yeah. was really hard. Just mental strength. And the thing is, it's just to have good your friends around you as well. Like the thing is, like the netball team. They were they were actually very supportive, and they were just like, "When are you coming back?" When are you? and they kept asking me, yeah. and I'm like, "I'm not sure." And one of my good friends, Fiza, she actually pushed me to come back. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, "I can't play if you're not playing on the court." I'm like, "Oh, shut up!" But <laughs> is is this the is this the Fiza that played against Jeeva Mental? <laughs> yes, it is <laughs> the famous Fiza that may make an appearance in the Suncorp League. Yes. Oh gosh. Um. Yeah. So you're so right. It's having the people around, but I think even watching you amongst the girls and you're obviously the captain. You're a great leader. We're going to talk about that in a second, but um, 
it's what you give as well. And I think when you are injured, you can feel a little bit removed. And it's if you place yourself in that way, but it's involving yourself in and getting to training and being around them and supporting them. They're on court. You mightn't be, but it's going to be flipped one day where you're going to be on court. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so I guess um, the goal for you guys now that you're heading um, the SEA Games and just explain to everybody, because what I guess a lot of our net fitters that follow Suncorp know about World Cup and Australia, New Zealand, um, England, South Africa, Jamaica. But tell us about the competition and your goals for where you want Brunei to get to. Right. So the SEA Games that will be happening end of the year, well, is actually the Southeast Asian Games. So it's a big thing in Asia, and it happens every two years. And also ANC is ANC is the Asian Netball Championship. is another big um, tournament netball in, in Asia as well, and that will be happening next year in Korea. And the thing is, I think what we we want to do is just to be better and, and, and also be maybe aspire to be the top five in Asia. And honestly, that would be the short-term goals. And the long-term goals is probably, you know, to participate in the World Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, I went to the World Cup this year, and it was amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was tough. Yeah. It was tough. So I, I'm glad to hear you say that because I think you guys can do it. Yeah. I really do. You've improved, like, from when I first met you at the start of the year to now. But you have to have that goal to dream big. And I, exactly. I really believe you can get there. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. So that's I think the long term goal is honestly to participate in the World Cup. Yeah, I, I really think we can. Yeah, amazing, yeah. fantastic. So travel is obviously a huge thing that you love. We've talked oh, about yeah. this a bit, and we love that netball takes us everywhere. But what are some of the cool places you've travelled to through netball? Oh, through netball. Well, we haven't really gone, um, gone far out of Asia yet. I think Melbourne is pre- like pretty the most <laughs> awesome place that cool. netball has gone to. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And, and Singapore. Yeah, yeah, Singapore. Were you in Japan or just Coach Jane went to um, Japan? Coach Jane went to Japan for the under 21. So that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, I think, one of the things that um, all the netfitters that will be listening will be just like, what an opportunity netball can bring into your life. And you can oh, see yeah. that too, right? Definitely, 100%. Yeah. Well, um, Princess, I've loved spending um, the time with you in Melbourne and I've got to know you a lot and I love, you know, I share, I guess, the same passions as what you do with health and fitness. Um, you also love, you're a bit of a foodie and you love oh, your coffee. Um, so not with that sort of lifestyle that you live, like tell us a little bit about like your everyday, like what you focus on, your food and fitness, and just a little bit about the day-to-day life. Okay, so my, my food, I'm a semi-vegan. Yeah. So most of the time I'm vegan. I don't take any dairy and I eat um, fish twice three times a week so that's that's my diet and I stick to it and honestly I think it has helped me a lot and I've also recently incorporated intermittent fasting and for me I think it's it's done amazing for my energy level so yeah and and honestly like recently in Singapore there's a study about intermittent fasting and all the doctors are doing it now yeah so yeah check out intermittent fasting I think it's the 16 8 16, eight-hour rule thing. Yeah. Yeah. And when we were talking about that, we were in a coffee shop and yes. talking about how much coffee we drink as well. But that's a part of your life. Oh, yeah. I drink I drink coffee every day. Yeah. It's, it's a must. If not, I'm not working. <laughs> well, it really is a part of your job too, isn't it? It is. It is. Well, I have a, um, I have a coffee shop back home in Brunei. It's called Roasted Sip. 
Yes, so. the best coffee. I actually seriously felt like I was walking into a Melbourne coffee shop. It's inspired by like Australian kind of cafe. Yeah. So yeah, it's awesome. I guess we just wanted a, like a, a different vibe, like yeah. a very nice and chilled vibe. Yeah. yeah. I feel it's a place you can go like, you know, anywhere you walk in like you'd experience in Melbourne where you can sit down with your friends, have a coffee. It's like cozy. Exactly. Yeah, you've done an amazing job with that. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, I guess we're just, as I said, just so excited to have you um, not only just come to Melbourne, but really a part of the NetFit community. I know our girls have loved playing against you and um, yeah, just listening to the way you speak to your team as well on court. And I just wanted to ask if you had like one message that you'd love to send out to all of our NetFit community about what you've experienced in your life and your never give up attitude. And yeah, what is one message that you'd love to leave our community with today? One message would be get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah. I love that motto because the thing is, if if failure is, failure is part of everything, is part of us. But the thing is, we need to overcome it. And honestly, learning from those failures are the ones that set up sets us apart from everyone else so just keep don't give up just keep pushing and you'll get somewhere amazing amazing and I I think the thing as well I've just taken away from what you've said is just every day just to get better yeah and I love that too because it doesn't mean we all have to come out and win an Olympic gold medal or win a Suncorp medal if you get up every day and just do that little bit that is going to make you happier healthier and a better friend to the people around you I just think yeah it's perfect so thank you so much for coming here today and your messages and inspiring us all and we can't wait to see what the future holds for the Royal Bees. Oh thank you so much Sarah you've been so, so amazing here in Melbourne you've been so hospitable and the girl love all the girls love you. Oh, thank, you so so thank you so much for everything. Thank you. Thank you. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into our NetFit podcast on the Born to Be Wild Challenge, brought to you by City Jeep and X Blades. We hope you continue to grow in courage and get out of your comfort zone.